0: Hello, hello, my friends. I am so happy that you're joining me again today. I have a fun episode in store for you. And as always, I love giving you my disclaimers that um, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some squawks and yelling and screaming in the background. I have a house full of people. Um, I have locked myself away in what I hope will be a quiet room. Um but there is really no guarantee especially because the puppy is also in the room with me. If you're new to my podcast, hello. I am so glad you're here. Um I have a 6-month-old puppy who is currently like napping uh here close to me in this room, but who knows, that could change <laughs> in an instant. So, if you hear any noises in the background at any point, you have been officially warned. So, today's topic is overwhelm. And um, it's actually really funny timing. Uh, I had, uh, you know, thought of this topic a few weeks ago that I I really wanted to talk about it because so many people come to me and, you know, um, and tell me that they're just feeling really overwhelmed. They've got so much going on in life. And it's funny because today as I'm recording this, uh, you know, on this topic of overwhelm, guess what? So far today, (laughs) I have felt really overwhelmed. It has been my predominant feeling today, and um, so I'm pretty proud of myself for showing up, and I'm here to, um, you know, talk to you today, um, despite everything. Um, I have a lot going on. I'm preparing to go on a trip to Arizona. I'll be speaking at a dental conference, um, which is super exciting. Uh, It's possible that when this airs, I may already be there. And, um, simultaneously, as I mentioned, I have family visiting from out of town. So there's a lot of people in my house, which is fantastic, but it does of course require some energy and attention. Um, essentially because I'm traveling, I have fewer days this week to accomplish my regular tasks, uh, since I'm traveling. So, you know, I'm sure you've been there trying to accommodate patients and maybe working extra hours before a trip, um, Adding to this, one of my kids actually hasn't been that well, and he's been needing to have various doctor's appointments. Um, I've also been needing to schedule calls with specialists and, you know, manage times that maybe he's had to come home early from school. Um and oh yes I'm just remembering I am also a room parent for my kids fourth grade class and with Teacher Appreciation Week coming up I need to make sure before I leave for my trip that I send out an email reminder to all the parents to sign up for how they can contribute etc 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 right I'm sure that you have tons of things that you're responsible for as well don't worry I will not exhaust you with you know, my list of things to do. That's life. I have my list, you have your list, and essentially we just navigate um, all these unexpected things that can pop up in our lives all while planning as best as we can to stay ahead of the curve for the things that we are aware of, right? So, you know, I have to be honest, when I'm really feeling overwhelmed, my brain instantly wants to go to this place of like, you know, not only is you know, what I'm working on or trying to accomplish overwhelming. But suddenly, you know, interestingly, it's like rarely isolated to just that one area. When I feel overwhelmed, it's as if there's this tidal wave of overwhelm that kind of encompasses all my areas of life. So suddenly every area of my life will feel overwhelming. I don't know if it's that way for you as well. But, you know, my roles in different areas of my life as a mom, as a daughter, as a sister, as a friend, as a coach, um, as a podcaster, right? Um, All of my different duties and responsibilities, obviously, I'm not going to carry on with everything, but I wonder if that happens to you as well, like just having... Uh, you know, certain feelings towards everything that you're going, that that you have going on in your life. And then kind of feeling like, Oh, it's starting to become like this ambiguous blur of just a lot. Right. It's kind of like how we might tell a a best friend, like, Oh, I have a lot going on. Right. So today we're talking about overwhelm and I'm going to give you a disclaimer right from the start. Um, we aren't going to talk about it. And then I'm going to suddenly give you insight on, uh, you know, how to get rid of it, right? Um, Nothing I'm going to tell you today will be an instant solve for overwhelm. And so let me be abundantly clear. We're not going to get rid of overwhelm. I, I do actually believe that feeling overwhelmed from time to time is a part of life. Just like Any other feeling that we might feel, sadness, happiness, anxiety, frustration, uh, boredom, uh, joy, um, excitement, right? So overwhelm is a feeling. And what we're going to talk about today is how to manage when we feel overwhelmed, right? Sure, ideally, we will minimize times that we feel overwhelmed. It's not fun to feel overwhelmed. But here's what can happen. Sometimes when we resist it, or think that we shouldn't feel it, it actually just makes that feeling of overwhelm hang out longer. Okay, and the reason I'm uh, pointing this out from the start is is because sure, I don't like feeling overwhelmed. It's really not that fun. But when when I feel uh, when I recognize that overwhelm is just a normal feeling, and nothing is actually going wrong, like it's okay to feel overwhelmed from time to time, then suddenly what can happen is that I'm normalizing it for myself. Okay. And I'm reminding myself, like, guess what? Humans can feel overwhelmed occasionally, and it's not the end of the world. It doesn't have to mean that everything is a problem and I won't necessarily feel that way forever. Okay. So that's sort of what I want to start out with. And sometimes even just recognizing that we're able to take a deep breath when I remind myself of that. And I'm like, Oh, that's right. This feeling isn't going to linger here forever. And, you know, side note, that's the case with any feeling that we might feel right. It's not going to actually camp out forever and ever and ever. Amen. So the next thing that is that, you know, often when we feel overwhelmed, we feel like there are a million things competing for our attention. And we think that we need to solve all these different problems all at once. And what tends to happen when we think that we need to solve a million problems at once is we can tend to get pretty exhausted pretty easily. Now, some of us think we might be great multitaskers. I think at one point I thought I was a great multitasker. But in reality, our brain can only focus on one thing at a time. So even if our brain is going a mile a minute or whatever, like a million miles a minute, generally what happens when we are multitasking, however we might define that for ourselves, is that each individual task ends up taking longer. Okay. And so don't, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure there's been some research to show that when we are quote unquote multitasking and, and we're like task switching, right? Like jumping from one task to the other, to the other, to the other, or back and forth or whatever, it actually costs us. Like there's like a price tag to that. It it, it decreases our mental focus we might actually physically and mentally feel fatigued and then it's going to reduce our ability to perform. And then, you know, we'll totally be lacking in focus and concentration. All right. So I believe it's, it's a little bit of a myth that we can do everything at once. All right. So we may feel overwhelmed. We might feel like everything needs to get fixed or solved or done immediately but we can't do it all at once. (laughs) Like, okay, maybe, uh, some small percentage of the population truly is like Superwoman or Superman, and they can do a bunch of things at once. But you know, I don't aspire to that. If you do, that's really great. That's not what this podcast is about. Okay. So the way I'd like to see it when I'm overwhelmed is basically like, there's this alarm that's getting triggered inside my system, like, like in my, um, uh, what is it called like in like my neural pathways, right like there's like a neural pathway that's triggered that's like alarm system warning, warning, and it's basically saying like okay, oh my goodness, everything has to happen now, otherwise something bad is gonna happen right so it's it's really connected to that fight or flight response, and so when I recognize that, the first thing that that I Aspire to do. I I can't say I do this perfectly. Okay, truly, I don't do this perfectly. But this is what I like to do, and I am able to do on many occasions. Is once I once I recognize that I'm overwhelmed, to stop, to pause, to breathe, and then carefully think to myself and ask myself, okay, hang on a second, is it true? that all of this has to happen right now. And again, when I am overwhelmed, my natural inclination, like my first answer is gonna be, why, yes, of course, it all has to happen now, and this is why. And I'll just build a case for, you know, why everything is just so important. But you know what's really funny is that despite maybe initially thinking for sure everything has to happen and has to happen now, my next inclination is often to engage in activities that aren't necessarily all that helpful in in getting me to accomplish whatever it is, you know, whatever all these things are that I need to accomplish. In other words, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I will often busy myself with non-urgent things for example, I may suddenly feel this need to like go clean the kitchen or organize something, fold laundry, maybe, uh, you know, who knows, organize my dresser or the kitchen, uh, the, the the kid's closet or something. Right. And then I'm like, okay, wait a minute. That isn't even on the list of things that I told myself, you know, this morning that I need to go do. Right. So it's kind of interesting. It's a little sneaky. Another thing that I might uh you know be inclined to do when I'm feeling overwhelmed um, is to start scrolling social media. I don't know about you, but that happens to me pretty often. I've started to be much more on to myself, like, oh wait a minute, why am I doing this right now? Oh, it's because I'm overwhelmed and I almost feel like a deer in headlights not wanting to take action where where I really truly want to be t- taking action, right? notice how none of these actions are bad. They don't make you a bad person. Like if you start cleaning the kitchen or you start scrolling Facebook, these things aren't horrible, but again, they're not helping me specifically get the things that I want done. And they're not helping me to focus. I'm kind of curious if this is applicable to you. Have you ever found yourself in this situation? Um, and so for you, how do you handle being overwhelmed? Um, is the feeling of overwhelm something that you feel pretty regularly or semi-regularly? And if so, is it affecting your ability to make progress towards a personal or a professional goal? Now, I'm asking you this because if you happen to be overwhelmed, let's say right now, or or maybe even if you can recall the most recent time that you felt overwhelmed, um, I want us to just quickly do a little exercise together. So I want you to go grab a piece of paper and a pen, something to write with. So a computer or even your phone will work. Um, but I really want you to do this with me. So I will wait for you or you can go ahead and hit pause and come back, but I really mean it. Go, go get whatever you need to get. Obviously if you're driving, don't do this. Okay. I'm trusting that if you're continuing to listen to this, you have grabbed something to write with. Okay. Um, So I want you to think of a personal or a professional goal that you may have. And I want you to write down everything that you think you need to do to achieve that goal, okay? Now, maybe you have a financial goal, uh, in your practice. Maybe you want to increase your production and you have a financial goal. Maybe you have a personal financial goal. Maybe there's certain investments that you want to be making, um, you know, bringing clarity to, to any gaps in your finances or, you know, places where you're spending and you don't want to be, uh, maybe you have a goal of remodeling your house or your office. Maybe you have a goal of learning a new language. Um, a goal of strengthening uh, your relationship with your spouse. Maybe you want to pick up a hobby, whatever the case may be. I just want you to write down everything that you think you need to do to achieve this goal. And so, you know, I'll, I'll let you in on a little project that my husband and I have been talking about for a little while. We want to build a shed in our backyard um, so that he can actually use that as his like home office. Okay, so if I were to write down, um, you know, my list of things that we would need to do in order to move forward with this, you know, personal goal or project would be, um, you know, obviously this is a pretty concrete one, right? So we'd need to have maybe some builders over to the house to give us estimates. Um, I'd have to look up pictures online for inspiration, perhaps. Uh, for sure, we'd have to measure the space and get the footprint, you know, that we're looking for. We'd need to check the rules um, in our city and county for getting a permit. Uh, maybe we'd check with the neighbors to see if there's any issues that we might run into, et cetera. Um, you know, it's interesting because even as I'm listing these things off, uh, my mind is actually coming to possible obstacles that, that might come up in the process. And as you write down uh, everything that you think you might need to do to accomplish a project or a personal or professional goal, you might naturally think of certain obstacles also. And I want you to write those down as well, okay? So, um, you know, in my case, uh, all of a sudden I start thinking about how like we actually have this deck in our backyard that would need to be partially maybe like removed in part and there's an old hot tub that needs to come out, maybe uh, new decking material has to uh, get put in. Um, and then I start to kind of not fully understand what all has to happen. Maybe an investigation needs to happen of the foundation or whatever um, inspection under the deck to make sure that the structure that gets built is going to be sound. Okay, whatever. Um, but write down what's relevant for you with the um, you know personal or professional goal that you have for yourself. I don't know about you, but even as I start to think about all the different pieces of the pie in terms of my project, I actually almost start rolling my eyes and thinking like, oh, brother, (laughs) this is going to take forever. Um, especially when I think in context of like all the other things that I need to do in my life, like to just to keep the wheels on the bus, so to speak, for my work, or you know, managing the household and taking care of my kids, et cetera. this is how it can become really easy to put things off, right? So, I just want you to notice how do you feel about your goal when you think of everything that it might take to make it happen? check in with yourself and just see, like, are you getting energized? You know, are, are you feeling like, uh, you know, you're ready to tackle it? Or are you feeling like, wow, this is pretty far-fetched, like it's not going to happen, you know, or come to fruition for a long time. Um, I'm curious, check in with yourself. And the reason this is relevant is because in some cases, when we don't get Our end result instantly, like for example, with weight loss or a home renovation, for example, Um, if we were to only focus on the end goal, we can get super overwhelmed, right? And and that can even translate into losing motivation. Um, Not for all of us, right? For some of us, we're like eye on the prize, only thinking about the end goal, and that's fine. It could be, you know, potentially it can be super motivating. Um, but if it's not super motivating for you, you know, that's okay. It's not the end of the world. And before even proceeding, I want to let you know that there's zero judgment. Like you might think, yeah, I want to learn that language or read that book or pick up that hobby or start doing implants on in my office. But now just isn't the time. Like you may actually think that to yourself when you think about everything that it entails and that's okay. There's no problem with this. But if the alternative is that you do legitimately want to make progress towards whatever it is that you want, but you notice that potentially overwhelm can stop you or keep you as like a deer in headlights, then let's keep going. Work with me here for a moment, okay? Okay. So what we need to do is look over this list of things that we think we need to do to achieve our goal. And then we just need to prioritize it. And I want you to notice what seems the easiest to do and what seems harder to do. And also then what seems the most important to do versus not as important. Okay. Why am I saying this? If a patient, let's just pretend you have a patient that comes to your office. They haven't been to the dentist in like, 20 plus years and you do an exam and then you come up with a, you know, a treatment plan for whatever they need. Um, let's say they need a root canal on number three and a crown on number 14. And, um, you know, maybe like an occlusal restoration on 29 among a bunch of other things, let's say. Okay. Um, so yes, you're going to get it all done. Uh, it's not going to happen all at once. And you're going to stage it, right? Like you're going to create an order of operations. Um, You may potentially start with the easiest thing, right? So even if let's say, and and obviously we might all treat things differently. So just look at the spirit of what I'm conveying and don't get too caught up in the weeds with the actual dental recommendation. (laughs) But if this patient is like particularly dental phobic, Um, Even if they need a root canal on number three, let's say if they're not in pain yet, you may recommend doing just the occlusal on 29 first, just so that they can kind of get in the mode of, okay, they can get through a procedure It's not the end of the world. It's okay. They're making progress. And it's, it's kind of like instant gratification. Like it kind of starts to get them motivated, like checking something off the list. Right. So there's value to starting with some of the easiest things. Okay. So in my case, if I look at, well, what's the easiest, it would be potentially to call some contractors or builders and just invite them over to take a look at the space and give me my, their assessment, for example, right? Like I could totally do that. No big deal. Now, of course, there's still going to be a bunch of things left to do, right? And so part of Uh, what can be helpful to reduce overwhelm is to define what's enough remember that the entire list of to-dos isn't all going to get done in one day we're not going to necessarily reach our goal and and check it off the list in one day right but there may be one thing that we can do and then we can tell ourselves it's up to us to tell ourselves i'm going to do that and that's going to be enough Okay. So that's one small way that we can make progress, even if there's still plenty to do. Okay. Now I'll say one thing, um, you know, being overwhelmed is truly part of life, human life. Occasionally we're going to feel overwhelmed. And if you're frequently feeling overwhelmed, I want you to have compassion for yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Okay. I'd be willing to bet that you're doing the very best you can given everything you have to manage. So be kind to yourself. Don't criticize yourself or get upset when you don't get everything done that you would have hoped. And remember that it's always in your power to refocus yourself and then be able to center yourself so that you don't feel stuck and so that you can really start taking action in ways that are meaningful to you. I also want to lovingly remind you that, you know, if you're anything like me and feel overwhelmed from time to time, you know, you're most likely listening to this because you are a high achieving and very functional individual who, despite feeling overwhelmed from time to time, has and actually can accomplish quite a lot and can handle it when life gets crazy. Okay, Now, you might not always be up for the task, and that's okay, but I hope that this reminds you that, um, you know, overwhelm, we just need to keep it in perspective. It doesn't have to mean, like, when we're overwhelmed, it doesn't have to mean that we're super, like, incapable of reaching our goals or that we don't have what it takes, Okay. And so it all just boils down to you asking yourself, what's one small way that I can move the needle towards my personal or my professional goal? I don't need to accomplish it all today. And again, I'll just remind you, it's totally okay also to say, "Um, I recognize I have this goal, but it's not my priority right now. That's okay too. You're allowed to decide that. Okay. So decide what's optional, decide what's not optional in terms of your list of things to do, and then cut yourself some slack. You worked way too darn hard to be just putting a bunch of extra pressure on yourself to go, go, go constantly. Okay. The last thing I want to add is that sometimes when we're overwhelmed, it can truly be a sign that perhaps we've taken on too much. And it is okay to say no to things instead of just adding things and more things and more things to our list of things to do. I'm definitely going to talk more about this in a future episode because I am a firm believer that doing less instead of more is truly a fabulous thing. All right. So my friend, if overwhelm is something that you feel frequently and you're ready to you know, just truly feel peace and balance in your life so that you can actually get out of survival mode and get into thriving, then I'd invite you to reach out and schedule a time to talk to me to see if having me as your coach may just be what you need to make the changes that you want once and for all so that you can finally prioritize yourself. To learn more about my coaching, go to drnatanya.com. If you've enjoyed this episode and you know somebody um, that would really benefit from it, then share it with them. I hope you have a fabulous week and I will talk to you next time.